Welcome to episode number 107 of Take Him With You for February 20th, 2011. This week on the show, we're going to talk about, uh, well, a little update on Catherine's driving, mm-hmm. a, a nice little movie review of I Am Number 4 from my wife and daughter. The new Striper CD came out called The Covering. I'll talk a little bit about that with my wife. And then a fun parody song from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade called The Penitent Man. Plus, our big subject today, The Benefits of Being Kind. I think you might hear some interesting insight today on the program. Stick around. We're going to have fun, aren't we, Aim? We always do. Listening to a little bit of uh, the band Daft Punk. Thanks to my buddy Al. Thank you, Al. I thought this might have been something that you made. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel good. It's kind of cool. It's from the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Ah. It sounds like we're at Tron right now. Yeah, definitely kind of stuff that I would play, huh? Yeah, I didn't get to see Tron, but you and Andrew went and saw it, didn't you? Oh, you didn't go see it? No. I thought you did. No. Well, that's what they sounded like. A lot of cool music in that show. Mm-hmm. I'll have to wait till they come out on Dollar Rentals and watch it. Oh, on the Red Box? On the Red Box. Yeah. Daft Punk, you can get them on iTunes. Just type in Tron Legacy or Daft Punk. D-A-F-T-P-U-N-K. Two words. Kind of cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of music that I like. I kind of jam mm-hmm. out to that kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Hmm. It, it seemed um, empowering, but tech, techno at the same time. Kind of sure. like, yeah, like a movie score. Like it is. Like my stuff. I just need drums with that now. Mm-hmm. And I have drums I can do with it. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. I know. You've got all the, all the noises, all the bells and whistles. Yeah, because I do, and that's just how it works. Yeah. See, I can I can turn this on, and like I have these really cool drum loops that I can use that are fun like this. And then I can play the synth with them like this. Maybe if I played the right notes and didn't get them all messed up, it would be better, huh? Um, usually you play the right notes. 
thief. I can just have fun. Yeah, you can. Or I can do really cool things like... Are you feeling um, like you've got some creativeness out of you now? You're you're in the middle of a really big project though, because you're working on the series finale of um, The Martians Are Here. Yeah, and it's quite a big project with lots of original scores that you're putting behind things. And- yeah, we're um, there's um, twenty two scenes in mm-hmm. the in the thing, and it's over two and a half hours. Well, and that's part of the reason why Catherine and I um, are going to review a movie this week because we tried to get out of your hair so that you could be creative and get your music scoring done. Yeah, well. <clears throat> so she actually took me to the movies, but I let her drive home. <laughs> yeah. And she drove home. She, she did, did twice. Twice today. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You like my drums? Oh, I'm not really hugely into drums, but you do them nicely. Is that, that nice? Is that good? So, you're a little bit ADD with music tonight. But <laughs> so, where are we in the podcast format besides um, besides the music stuff? Well, let's see. Uh, what's going been going on around at our house? How did I say that? What's going on at our house? Let's see, there you got music. There's, there's music around here quite a bit. What's going on at the Moyers' house? What do you think? Well, I, I'm not sure. Do you think I should go get Catherine to see if she wants to help me review that? If you'd like, if she wants to do a movie review, you could always see. Andrew, can you go get Catherine? We can see. Did you shut the door so she can't hear us? Yeah. We could call her cell phone. Here, let's try it. What's her number? Uh, I have it programmed in my phone, so I don't have it memorized. That's not good, huh? I hope this is right. We're, we're going to try calling Catherine. We'll see if she answers. In our She's in our house. Hi, Catherine? Huh? Is this Catherine? Catherine? No, this is uh, Underwood. I'm so sorry. I have the wrong number. Oh, that's fine. Thank you for calling. I was just wondering when I was going to get a call. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great evening. God bless you. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right. Hey, I needed that. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, yeah, because I'm here with my cousin. And she just lost her husband last night in a diving accident. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, okay. We'll be praying for you. Have a great night. Oh, hi. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Live right here on the podcast, we called somebody and they just wanted to talk. That was sweet. Aww. Okay, so do you remember her number? No. That's great. Andrew, can you go get Catherine for us? Maybe we could pause our recording. Uh, nah, that's okay. We're having fun. So she can come and talk about that. I can talk about the new Striper CD that just okay, came out. Okay, why don't you talk about that while we get Well, Catherine. Striper came out with a brand new album called The Covering. 
and it's a bunch of cover songs from different um, bands over the years. So, like, if you were into, like, um, we've played this before, the Carry on the Wayward Sun mm-hmm, the Kansas from Kansas. Song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've got that, and it's cool sounding. Carry mm-hmm. on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Pretty cool sounding. Lay your weary head to rest. And they rock it. Don't you cry no So they do they do that song and then they do a bunch of different songs like um, do you remember the Scorpions? Um, I wasn't really into the Scorpions, but well, here's one of their songs called Blackout that Striper does. Chorus is coming up. It gets better. Here it goes. So if you like heavy headbanging music from the glam band days. Which I don't. Oh, but they were really good. I like Kansas. Yeah, that but was... they weren't really headbanging heavy metal. Let me see. Do you remember this song at all? Let me see if you can remember this song. Let me find it. Oh yeah, okay. Do you remember this this band? Who did this band originally? Or this song? Jade, our new dog, loves this song. Metallica or ACDC or something? No. Um, I don't know because I don't like any of those bands. This was Judas Priest. Judas Priest. I yeah. definitely don't like the band or the song. Yeah, this is called Breaking the Law. They did a bunch of cover songs and, and just tons of They did a really great job on all the albums. Uh-huh. One it, of my particular favorites was a, a band called Iron Maiden back in the day. And uh, they did a song called The Trooper. And it was just a a tough song to, just to do. This is really hard for me because I don't like any of this music. Listen to this. Uh. That's awesome. Headphones off. All right, ready? He gets to sing now. Here he goes. You take my life, but I'll take your stuff. 
that's the galloping sound of heavy metal right there. Pretty cool. Listen to that cool harmony. I like how they sing that. <coughs> you can get Striper's new album called The Covering by going to iTunes and typing in Striper The Covering. And they, they uh, do one of their own songs on it as well called God. And... Uh, when asked why they did this album with all sorts of different songs that weren't necessarily Christian songs, they wanted to pay tribute to some of their influences over the years and kind of give them their own slant. And that's why they did it. And uh, people really like are enjoying this, but they did put one of their songs on called God, which is really good. They're pretty amazing, I have to say, as far as a heavy metal band. I know they started out as a kind of a glam band, but they always have had a heavy sound. And Anyway, they mm-hmm. did a great job on the new album, and <clears throat> I recommend it to everybody. Go out and get um, The Covering by you Striper. Know, and I've never really been into heavy metal, but one thing I find interesting is that a lot of the music in heavy metal is quite spiritual. It is. Now, it, that's it, why you have all the collections and listen to it every no, night falling asleep. No, the, the only thing is, is sometimes some of it is um, spiritual in a kind of a different way. Um, what do you What do you mean by that? Well, I was just listening to some of the lyrics, Judas Priest, and is uh, talking a lot about death and despair and this and is what why Amy, this live. Is what Amy listens and, to. It's kind of depressing, I think. You know, like party this is, this in hell they, kind of stuff. This is what Amy listens to. Much more my speed. <laughs> I I would prefer something like this. Or I like worship music the best. Like some cool worship bands. Classical's okay. Some classical I don't really care for that much, though. What do you think? Better than the heavy metal. <laughs> nah, not at all. I think Striper rocks. Well, I, I think um, I I remember back clear back in the eighties when I was in high school. Um, I had a friend that was really into heavy metal, and I would listen to the music with him, listen mm-hmm. to the words, and then we'd have these discussions because I was into God and he was into heavy metal, and and there was a lot of of spiritual discussions you could have about the words in the heavy metal songs. But. You know you know what I found? I found that at first I was, because I've been so into it, I kind of worshipped music. And so as a result of that, it wasn't good for me. But what I found was as you went through the music, 
you were right. There's a lot of spiritual themes in heavier music. And and it isn't always satanic. Like a lot of people will just write it all off and say, well, it's all satanic and it's awful lyrics and, you know, all this stuff. But actually, if you listen to it and you, you look at it, they do bring up a lot of spiritual principles and different things. Uh, but it's not nearly, unless you listen to something like Slayer or, you know, something that's, that's intentionally, you know, evil. I think a lot of them are just, you know, they just do it. They just sing about what's going on. And sometimes it's a gimmick. And I, I think that's a, a lot of times I think it's just they get a reaction out of it and that's what they do. Well, and sadly, you do hear about the lifestyle choices that are often associated with um, the heavy metal and hard rock scene. Well, it's not the just drugs. the heavy metal and hard rock scene. Yeah, it's pop that's scene. True. It's a I mean, country scene. It's it's yeah, called it, an excessive the, lifestyle the, when you are the on the road. The lifestyle, the entertainment lifestyle, the sure. drug, sex, and rock and roll. And, yeah. And it burns a lot of people out um, with drugs and alcohol sure, and sure. disease. But um, but, but I yeah. wasn't. I didn't, I didn't do a review of Stripe Robin for you to talk about that. But oh, that's all right. Okay. Whatever. Well, you know, we're this is a spiritual podcast, so sure. I'm trying to bring a little spiritual aspect to it. Sure. Anyway, it. I think it's good to um, read the lyrics in the songs and and think about them. And I don't think it's ever wrong to know a little bit more about the people that you let influence you yeah there's nothing yeah. wrong with that mm-hmm. whoa almost fell over thank you very much yeah that was your chair it was okay so where's Catherine? um she left for some reason she was in here but now she's gone so. okay well you guys went to go see a movie today and mm-hmm. what was the movie name um the number or i am four was that was it name? i am number four or i am four i'm not sure Something you don't like remember that. No, I don't really remember. We kind of need to know that for I'm the podcast. I'm not a detailed person about Okay, titles. so you I saw either plots. I am number four or I am four. We don't know which. Yeah, yeah um, I was I was really surprised. It was um, probably... Can I wait? But let's, let's just hold off for a minute. Um, if you don't want it to be spoiled, then just fast forward about two minutes. Well, I wasn't going to give a lot of spoilers. Just okay, gonna, all right. Then spoiler give... free. Here we go. I was going to give a uh, kind of a review. If people like um, science fiction, uh-huh. I I would classify this um, a science fiction movie, and I would give it like an A science fiction grade. It's not like um, a sci-fi original movie. It was actually you mean Saturday Night Movies, the most dangerous night on yeah, television. It actually it did have some like CGI. Yeah, um, and how was but it? But it was actually very well done. Um, look very realistic. And you said and I would have enjoyed this movie. I think you and Andrew and Nathan, um, all my geeky guys, would have liked it. It's it it did have to do with some kind of monsters and aliens and stuff, but cool. But in somewhat realistic kind of capacity, and um, I think Catherine probably liked it because there's a tiny bit of a love story in there, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think girls would like it and guys would like it. Um, one thing that, um, I would say is it's fairly family friendly. There wasn't a lot of swearing or there's no sex scenes or there was a little bit of violence, but it was kind of, it. there wasn't a lot of blood. Um, it was more like, I don't know how to describe it. Um, there so is it was PG thirteen for language or something. There is like maybe two minor and sci-fi violence. Yeah, and sci-fi violence. There wasn't a lot of blood. It wasn't like really gory, 
for those of us that are a little bit more, there was one scene, and I can't even remember what it was, that Catherine and I covered our eyes because we thought it was like, oh, yuck, I can't remember what it was. Uh, but, sounds like I'd like it. And I got to tell you, though, um, it was such a good action kind of thing and that there were several times, I am a jumper, you know, like in a movie when something surprises you. Oh, I thought you. you were talking about that star trek episode when the when the people get turned into little kids and no. guinan and roe are in the bedroom and and uh and she goes yeah but when you had a bed you were a jumper, jumper. I know. and then they no. jump on the bed no but i'm talking about like i'm talking about in movies when you're shocked and there's something that happens in the movie that literally I jump out of my seat like, ah, that kind of jumping. Oh, gosh. Thanks. Sorry about did, you guys. Did that ears. hurt the earphones? Yeah, okay. Well, hurt, not their earphones, but their ears. Their ears. So anyway, um, there were probably about a half dozen times that I, I like jumping, grabbed the person next to me's leg. Thankfully, it was my daughter sitting there. Oh, I was going to say thanks I'm a like, lot. Ah, you, who's I guy? Who guy? What? What? <laughs> No, just my daughter You're sitting Grabbing there. some guy's leg at the movie theater? I, I have grabbed your leg so many times. I don't know why, but when I get scared in a movie and I get, like, surprised, I, I like, jump out of my seat. And, and grab people's legs. And grab people's legs. So, thankfully, it's just family I go to movies with, usually. So, yeah. anyway. Jeez. There's probably... It It was an action movie. Um, lots of... it. I never got bored during the whole thing. Well, that's good. How yeah. long a movie was it? I think it was, <coughs> let me see, we went at three and we were out about five, so about an hour. Well, they had previews no, and all that jazz too. Yeah, right? so probably an hour and a half movie or so. Okay. With the previews, yeah. Any specific stars that we might recognize in it? Um, And this is probably one of the reasons why my daughter wanted to go. Captain Kirk. No, it didn't oh. have Captain Kirk in it. Um, It had... Um, Chris Pine is what I was... No, it didn't have him. The guy, the leading guy, did look quite a bit like him, but Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I ca- I can't remember his name, but well, how the, are you supposed to review a movie I, if you don't know the actors I or how long it is? Because I'm not or, those that detail kind of person. I'm just saying, so you're doing if your, it has a good plot, gut I'll feeling recommend movie it. Movie review. Yeah, um, but one of the ladies that was the lead in it um, is in Glee, and oh, really? Which one? It's the one that was the head Cheerios. Um, girl, the blonde that um, was one of the cheerleaders. Okay. Well, she's one of the main characters, like one of the wow. main characters. Anyway, wow. she played kind of the leading lady in that. Cool. And um, our leading girl, as it would be, since she's young. But, but yeah, I think that that probably... Catherine recognized her, and I think that's probably part of the reason why she wanted to see the movie. So out of five stars, how many stars do you give that movie? A good four and a half. Really? That good, huh? Not that it would be one that I would probably go out and buy just because I'm not as much into sci-fi as some people. But if you're into sci-fi, you probably would like it a lot. Okay. I'm just saying for Do you you now know what it's called at all? Um, I think it's I am four or I Sounds am like number a toddler. four. I am four. No, I am number four. I don't know where Catherine went. She probably know, but she left. All right. Well, then you, there you go. That's your little little movie review right here on Taking With You. Yeah. And Speaking I'm, I'm not of saying movies. it would be good for like real small kids. They get scared. But I'm saying if you have like an older grade school or junior high, high school, or it would be a good family movie. For okay. So that speaking age. of movies. Yeah. 
Do you like the Indiana Jones movies? Um, There's know, four of them, you know. I have mixed feelings about them because um, I don't like bugs and snakes. and. You don't like spiders and snakes? Yeah. But that ain't what it takes to love me. And rats. And love you. Love me. Did I just say love me? The way you do. I, I can appreciate the fact, just like the movie that Catherine and I saw, I can appreciate the fact that it's an action kind of thing and yeah. keeps you interested. But I don't. There, the Indiana Jones movies are a little bit gory for me. Well, there's four of them. There's yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've seen all of them. The Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade, and Search for the Crystal Skull or the Crystal Skull. Yeah, and I think they're all. What's good. your favorite out of those? Probably the first one. You like the first Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, just because it's a classic. Yeah. But, well, and my least favorite <coughs> is Temple of Doom. Yeah, I didn't like that one as that much was, either. That one just seemed more evil. It was. Oh, um, what is that? Our dog is now <laughs> licking your face. The dog just ran over, got up on Amy, and is licking her face. Jade, you're fitting right in. And she just knocked her microphone away from you. You might want to put it back over by you. Our dog likes to fart. It's pretty funny. And she just did. So Amy's waving in front of her nose. It's hilarious. And now she's come all the way over here. She's jumped on the back of the couch and is standing on me. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jade. I really appreciate the fart and the fact that you're standing on me. We probably shouldn't use that word. Why? Fart? What do you think? Fart, 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 fart? Is that going to offend people? I doubt it. Yeah, it it does offend some people. It doesn't offend any of our listeners, I'm sure. I don't know. If fart offends you, please just uh, write us an email and we'll quit saying fart. How's that? <laughs> okay. Fluff. So anyway, I, there was a reason I was talking about Indiana Jones movies. Our yes. friend Rico, Rico mm-hmm. Dosti from Michigan, the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast, by the way. You should mm-hmm. listen to it. It's really good at treksinsci-fi.com. Anyway, he did a movie review, uh, an audio review on his podcast of The Last Crusade, the third movie in the Indiana Jones saga. Uh-huh. And so... As I do, I do parody songs for most of the Star Trek shows that he reviews. I decided to do a parody song for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. So I took um, ZZ Top's song, Sharp Dressed Man. Remember that song? Um, Not exactly. Every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed okay, man. I guess. I wasn't a big ZZ Top fan either. Okay. Well, anyway, I did... I did Jehovah's Quite Crazy about the penitent man. Okay. And it's all about, you know, where the where he goes through that series of tests towards the end of the movie. Yes, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Only the penitent man will pass, mm-hmm. and then he has to step on the J, and, and then there's that walk where he throws the dust acro- or the dirt across, and you get to see. Uh, yeah, and, and it was interesting because um, the, the whole movie was based on trying to find the The cup, Holy Grail. The Holy Grail, the cup that Jesus would have used at the Last Supper. Correct. So anyway, I wrote a song. Well, I didn't write the song. I just did the lyrics and sang it. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd play it for everybody. They can enjoy. This is called The Penitent Man. Okay? Okay. Right here on Taking With You. What's this one the Ark of the Covenant. Are you sure? Are you sure? Who had hate Nazis? Professor Rob. 
Penitent man. What do you think? Um, well, I like your lyrics and your <clears throat> your little clips. Thank you. 
I don't like the electric guitar and ZZ Top. But, you know, that's just a preference thing. <sighs> but, yeah. Other people will. Because they like... I yeah. suppose you're one of those people that likes elevator music. Some of it. Like, I like um, love songs from the 70s and 80s, yeah. You do? Soft. Yeah. Find more things about you every day. <laughs> Well, I think I think even before we got married, I, I made it clear I wasn't a big heavy metal fan. No. I, used, I used to sit in the back of your car while you were driving with friends in the front and have my hands over my ears because you play Striper so loud. Yeah, I did play Striper really loud, didn't I? Yeah, you've gotten more considerate, though, when we drive places together. You don't crank, crank heavy metal anymore in the car with me, generally. Well, I would, but... You would, but you're... You've gotten more considerate because you know that it kind of gives me a headache. So you're, you've gotten nicer about that. Thanks. And hey, that's a good lead into our subject too. Which we should probably introduce. Yeah. You, you've gotten more kind when it comes to thinking about, you know, what would give me a headache and stuff. Should I, <laughs> I should play like a song that goes into it though. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Here, let's play a song as we intro our subject. Today, it's all about the benefits of being kind. Okay, so uh, that's a song by a band called Kings X, and uh, that's from their Ear Candy album called A Box, one of their great songs. So uh, you can and, find them on iTunes as well. And what does that have to do with kindness? Nothing. Nothing? I just like the song. <laughs> okay. I, just, I like the chorus. There ain't no room inside a box. I just like that. Don't you? Okay. You don't like it, do you? No, I, it doesn't bother me. It has nothing to do with our subject at all. It has to do with the subject. No room inside. Always wanted to see those guys in concert. You, never got to. Do you think that this song is about about not putting people or God in a box? Um, I don't know. That you're limiting people? Or do you think it has a deep meaning at all? <laughs> it probably does. The guy that writes is has pretty deep meaning in most of his songs. Okay. They have they have very spiritual tunes as well. Okay. King's X. Big X. You know, I just realized I sent you some notes, but I didn't send them to me. Well, that helps a lot, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Would you mind sending me the notes I sent you? I could. Okay. I have please print for me. Is that what no, you... No, but it's not that. It was before then? It was before that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me look back here. 
Oh, there's there it is right there. Okay, just forward it to you. Yeah. I can do this right right during our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The magic of the internet. You know, I could have went to sent mail. It's probably there. I don't know. I can Maybe. send it to you right now. Yeah. But um, by the way, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Moyer seven seven seven. You can always visit our Facebook page. Uh, we both have a page. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer or Amy.Moyer. And uh, you can always go to our cool, brand new, revamped, awesome website. Thank you, Jeff Job, our friend Jeff, who does Champ Podcast and What's in Jeff's Basement. By the way, you need to listen to it if you like collectibles or anything like that. Anyway, go to our website, takehimwithyou.com. And on there, there's links to all our friends' websites. Yeah. Our friends's. Our friends is. Our friends? I, Our I friends think, is my precious. I think it'd just be friends. Yeah, it is. I just yeah. came up with a new... Oh, and by the way, brand new podcast that just came out. Um, the last couple of um, episodes are I've been out on MASH. If you like the, the show MASH, mm-hmm. our friends Kenny from California, Meds from England, and um, Al from Arizona are doing a podcast together called MASH 4077. I keep on... Rem- forgetting i need to remind andrew to check that out because he's it's really good they've done the first two episodes now and really great stuff so you need Mm -hmm. to listen to their new podcast plus our friend al and joyce his wife are doing a brand new if you like the amazing race i might actually watch this year because of the podcast um they're doing a a podcast called fast forward and uh, it's all about the amazing race and they update it every single week as the amazing race goes on and that's a brand Mm -hmm. new uh, podcast as well and Another one called Epic Geek Out with Jen, our friend Jen from Anomaly mm-hmm. Podcast, and our friend Kenny from California from the Knights of the Guild Podcast, and all sorts of other things that he does, and the MASH Podcast, is doing one called Epic Geek Out, all about geeky things. Mm. And that's coming up soon. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I said all that, other than uh, you were looking at your notes there. Did you get them? Yeah, I've got my notes. Okay, so we're going to talk today about the benefits of kindness. Now... The reason I even wrote this down to to be a discussion um, was because um, out of all the people that I know, um, you happen to be one of the kindest people I've ever met. And I I fall really short in this department. I I guess I'm kind to people a lot, but I don't know. I'm grumpy a lot. And so I'm not as kind as you are. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about what the benefits of being kind are and what, what the Bible says about being kind. Because we live in a world that really is quite cruel at times. And it seems like it's a survival of the fittest and people get knocked down quite a bit and made fun of and there's a lot of stuff that goes on that isn't very very kind. But kindness is something that is is in short commodity in today's world. And I thought it might be interesting to talk about it. Yeah, I, I wrote down a couple notes about that. I just, um, before I read my notes, I'm just going to say, I think there's something that I have just made a determination in my life um, that I choose to be kind to everyone. Now, some people um, are having a bad day and they might be harder to be kind to, (laughs) but I think that's where grace and mercy come in and you realize, you know, I might have a bad day sometime and it'd be nice if someone was kind to me. You know, that golden rule, do to other people as you would want them to do to you. Treat other people the way you would like them to treat you. That's a hard thing sometimes, I think. Well, 
It, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Different people have different motivational gifts. And mm-hmm. like you're, you're motivated to encourage people. You're, you know, that's your gift. You want to see people do everything that they have the potential to do. And, um, and my motivational gift tends to be more um, mercy and grace and um you know the there's strengths and weaknesses to every gifting is you know because i could get into enabling really easily because um i tend to want to give people mercy and second third fourth fifth chances and you know you would tend to let people walk all over you so you need to have um you can be kind and yet still have boundaries i'm you know, not just let people trample over you because you need to be kind to yourself too. And, and that means you need to take care of yourself. Well, it's very difficult to be kind to others if you aren't kind to yourself. Yeah. And, you know, we have to love ourselves. The Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. And that's implying that you're taking time to love yourself too. Well, value you know, God I don't know. Means. That that verse has been kicked around so much like that that sometimes I think it gets into selfishness. I don't think it particularly means that. I think I think that verse simply means that you should look out for other people as much as you look out for yourself. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because not, not like look in the mirror and go, "Man, I am hot." No, I'm so good. But you got to understand. I am great. I am God's <clears> gift <throat> to the world. I think for some people that is. Uh, possibility and then there are others of us that would constantly martyr ourselves and not take care of ourselves because we're always taking care of other people and so that's where i'm coming from where i'm saying yes there's a balance you have to sometimes take care of yourself well even even jesus was a great example of that mm -hmm. you know you you would see if if you do any reading in the new testament you'll find that Jesus came into different communities and towns and stuff, and he would heal all the sick, or he would, you know, and he and he, he would do all these miracles, and he would help the people. Mm-hmm. But then there were other times when he went away by himself, mm-hmm. or he went away with his leadership and just sat down with them and and spoke with them and ate with them. Or, but there was always times that he he had a great balance going because not only did he help others, mm-hmm. but he also was able to spend some time just kind of recharging his batteries and getting a perspective I mean, on things. Yeah, there were times where it even talks about <coughs> there's a storm raging all around and the disciples were freaking out and he was asleep in the bottom of the boat. Yeah, like you know, because he realized he gave and gave and gave, and he had to recharge his batteries. Once well, and in a while too. and there's a key. It's very difficult to give and to be kind to others if you haven't taken time to take care of yourself. Yeah. So that was my point there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was I had three things about what I felt kindness was, and the first thing is that it's one of the things um, that God wants us to do. Um, that so when someone says, well, I'm not sure, if I, I'd really like to know what God wants me to do. Yeah, and this is... This the, is one of the things that God wants you to do. It and, says it right in the uh-huh, Bible. And this is one of my favorite verses. I had it um, on the bathroom wall for a long time because I wanted to memorize it. It's Micah 6, 8. Micah? Micah. It's in the Old Testament. But okay. anyway, it says, He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice... To love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty important. That says right out, what does God require of you but to do justice, 
to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Wow. That, and, that <clears throat> you know, I hate to say it, but sometimes that's not the picture I get when I think of people that go to church. Well, not all the time. It's something that I think we need to all aspire to, whether we go to church, church or, or not. not. Yeah. It's another thing. I have two more things. Another thing is that kindness is a quality of God. It's part of the character of God. Um, and that it causes us to want to turn from harmful things and turn toward God. And this is the verse I had. Romans 2 verse 4 says, Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? And repentance is simply a big word that means turning away, going in the opposite direction. If you're headed down a dangerous, harmful, destructive path Path. in your life, you turn around. And it says that it's God's kindness. It's his character of his loving kindness that leads us. That right there is a really interesting discussion because I've noticed in the world today, one of the reasons that I think a lot of times believing in God gets a bad rap is because of the people that present this whole idea of God to others. Mm -hmm. In other words... I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard this from preachers or from if you turn on the television or the radio or whatever. Sometimes you're going to hear people just t- trying to put the fear of God into people. Like he's trying mm-hmm. to scare them, the, basically scare like, the you're hell. You're going to go to hell if you don't. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, even though there might be some truth in what is being said, the way it's being said is so unkind. It can come across hateful instead of loving. It really can. Yeah. And. I have found over the years, in all whopping 45 years of my life, that that most of the people that I know that really have a relationship with God, not religion, not churchgoers, not that, I mean, people that I would consider godly people that have the character traits of God and that know Him mm-hmm. and, and will serve Him, most of those people have come to the Lord because of the kindness of God in their lives, not because they were... Well, let me just put it this way. Fear is never a good motivator. And I think a lot of times you'll have people go to a a meeting or something, a church meeting or something, or, you know, get all freaked out because the preacher's saying, if you don't, you're going to... If you died tonight, you'd go to hell and all these different things. They, They make a commitment based out of fear, and then down the road, they really aren't serving God. They just only set it for fire insurance. Yeah. And and the Bible isn't, I don't think that that's what the Bible says uh, on how you enter into a relationship with God. That would be like me saying to you on our wedding day, marry me or I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of a marriage would we have if I said to you, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna abuse you. I'm gonna hurt yeah, you. I'm gonna do all these different like things a, to me. A loving relationship. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really interesting that the Bible would say it's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, the kindness of God, the fact that He would love us and care about us, even with all of our faults and all of the things that we do wrong, that He would care about us and He's kind to us and He and He wants, you know, He wants our lives. He cares about us. That kindness is really what should motivate us to have a relationship with him. That would motivate us to turn around. So when people say, well, how come you're into this God thing and all that stuff? I always say, well, you know, I'm just very thankful that he saved my life. 
and and mm-hmm. and I'm grateful to his kindness and that really motivates me to stay with my relationship because can you imagine if we got married and then we got home and you, you, we just treated each other like crap all the time what would happen that wouldn't be very fun well that's why a lot of marriages end in divorce yeah because there's no kindness and mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say is that it, it there's there's something about kindness well and there's even this verse I've heard quoted before about when you're kind to someone it's like um, putting burning coals on their head. And and some people interpreted that as like, well, if you put burning coals on their, their head, that's hurting them. But in the culture and the time it was written, mm-hmm. to have some burning coals, people used to carry like a container on their head mm-hmm. with coals to start a fire. So it... It would heat their homes. It would give them light. It wasn't talking about getting revenge on people. It it would bless them. It would give them something that they needed. And so when you're kind to someone, it's not to get back at them. It's to bless them. Well, any time that people use scripture to hurt others, Mm -hmm. that is not godly. That is is opposite. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that's what happens. People will use um, passages of the Bible to hurt others. And that was never the intention yeah. of Scripture. That wasn't what it was supposed to be. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't hear a Scripture and then be cut to the heart, mm-hmm. you know, and go, oh, I'm doing wrong, and the Bible says this, and I should really be doing that, not what I'm doing. That That's not being mean. That's just pointing out what's really the truth. Mm-hmm. But when somebody, when a human being takes Scripture and bashes people over the head and hurts them with it, that is not being kind. That's not the kindness of God. That's the judgment of mankind trying to use the Bible as a weapon. The only time the Bible's ever supposed to be used as a weapon is against the forces of evil, against the devil. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that it's supposed to be used as a weapon. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. And and if you if you study it all in the New Testament, you'll find that Scripture is supposed to encourage people. Mm-hmm. It can re- it can rebuke. But it can it does it in love. Mm-hmm. It can it can um, reveal things. It can, it's supposed to do all these good things. It's not supposed to uh, be something that harms others and and pushes them away from God. It's supposed mm-hmm. to bring you closer to God. But then that's you know that's why I think we're in some of the state that we are because churches and 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 people that claim to be Christian are not kind. They're yeah. they're trying they're they well, have an agenda. And there are some that are. I I've spent. I was at two funerals at the church that I grew up in. Oh, yeah. Those are Um, good people there. You know, and just so many wonderful, kind people that I grew up with. I'm not saying um, all churches are like that or all Christians are like that at all. I think no matter of eight days, I helped with two funerals in in my home church. And, um, you know, it was nice to be with some very kind, loving people. They weren't there to put on a big show well, or know, to make a name right. for themselves. They're just there to serve one another and love on each other. Right. And it was nice to be in my home church. And Well, you know what's interesting to everyone. see in the different... I've, I've been in... You know, I worked in ministries for many, many years. And so I've had my fair share of working for people that call themselves believers and mm-hmm. and working with different believers and people that claim to be Christians. And I have to say that there are, I have met some very, very kind people. Mm-hmm. And I've also met some really not kind people mm-hmm. that I just am shocked and s- surprised that, that, that they would treat others like they have. But at the same time, well, some of my best bosses 
have been people that aren't really churchgoers. They're believers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I, you know, like I had this, this one set of bosses that just awesome people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I was just blown away when I, I went to work for them. And they were the kindest, most generous, Very loving people. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot from them because of the way that they treated their employees. Mm-hmm. So the benefit of kindness in their lives was loyalty from mm-hmm. their employees, was a great work atmosphere, and they and I believe God prospered them in their business. Mm-hmm. And they were able to they you know they have a really nice house and and well, they, they have a wonderful family and there's a lot of really cool things because yeah. they're kind. Well, and if you think about it, good customer service is just kindness. It's kindness. Yes, it's it's do you know it's what what do you want done to you? You do it for others. other people. And That's you, you the, think about how you would want to be talked to. Would you want to be yelled at? Would you want to be ignored? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> You'd want to be listened to and have someone be considerate and thoughtful to mm-hmm. you back. We we asked a question on Facebook, my impromptu question. It was, what is one of the kindest things that has happened to you, and who did it? And we got some really good answers. One of them from our friend Dan said, my wife married me 25 years ago, even with all my faults. Mm-hmm. That's nice. He thought that was very kind of her, and I think that's really nice. Our mm-hmm. friend Sean said that Love Incorporated, God bless them, paid my rent and got a few local churches to pay my light bill and phone bill in 2006 after I was forced to stop working due to medical emergency with no insurance. I will forever be grateful to Love Incorporated. Without them and some of their uh, contributing churches um, or contributing churches, I would have been living in my car until I had my surgery. Hmm. So that's, isn't that cool how, now there's where, People that are believers did some really nice things and Um, pooled together to help. mm -hmm. Um, Daniel says, every time my car breaks down, my dad is always there and willing to help me fix it back up. So that's the kindness that he sees in his life from his dad. Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. You know, one of the things I thought of when I was thinking about, there's a couple instances in my life where I was just blown away by kindness, but we had this level three hurricane that came through. And um, some of our friends from the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum oh, this was so cool. um, helped us pay our insurance deductible and yeah. sent us a, um, a, what is it, Hickory, Hickory Farms, Farms cheese and sausage and, thing. And, and you know, because we were without power for like six days. We had to evacuate from our home for six weeks while they repaired the sheetrock and roof in yeah. our home and stuff. And, um, you know... A lot of those people, we, we've met some of them since then, but mm-hmm. at the time, we just knew them from... Yeah, they took, from, a, they um, took a collection the at the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum, and they, <laughs> and they sent us the money, and that was just so kind. We were very touched by that. We were very touched by that, because, you know, these they were, were people kind. who never met us, but we yeah. still felt their kindness. And that was really, really cool of them. Um, so, my friend Gareth from England says, mm-hmm. most definitely has to be meeting Anne. Ten years ago, we met on the internet, and then she decided that I was traveling down every so often, every other weekend. She said, I should move in. I've never looked back. It's interesting how um, a lot of the kindness that we've seen have have um, has come into a long-term relationship, you know. So one benefit of kindness and finding a kind person 
is that you want to spend more time with a kind person. You do. I Well, I'd much rather spend time with a kind person than an unkind person. Mm-hmm. We all would. Uh, Beth says, my girlfriend Jen offered to keep my kids one to two days a week consistently after a car accident I had uh, to do two and a half hours worth of appointments three days a week. She was and continues to be such a blessing to me. So isn't that cool? Yeah, I'm... You're going to have to read all of them because my iPod's loading still <coughs> on it's, your... It's it, still loading? Yeah, it's taking its time, so... Okay. Uh, Tiffany says, people doing nice things. There are so many times I wonder if people just tolerate my being around, and then I'm surprised when things are different from what I originally thought. Like my coworker who brought me a cherry Coke in December. I have to push more. And you guys are also so nice. Like, I don't really honestly expect that you're busy, well, that with your busy lives and the number of emails you get to actually talk to me nearly every time I email. I guess, though, in line with last week's question, I don't expect a lot out of, out of others. Even my son's dad. I'm surprised he does what he does. And in the back of my mind, I'm waiting for reality to set in. I guess it's not really an answer I've given you here, though. The nicest thing, I guess the nicest things are when I'm I'm so stuck in my head and someone takes a moment to tell my brain to shut up. Might not be a big deal to anyone else, but my brain gets downright vicious sometimes. But uh, we are our own worst critic. So, yeah, Tiffany, I understand what you're saying there. and, and That, that uh, comes into my point about being kind to ourselves because God yeah. doesn't make it make junk. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't. And he loves, he cares about you, Tiffany, just like we do. Mm-hmm. More so than we do even. That's how cool God is. Uh, Tim, Timothy from Oregon says, The kindest thing anyone has done for me is tolerate me and be friends with me. Smiley face. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. And and you are fun to be a friend with. Um, let me see. Until you beat me in words with friends. And then you... <laughs> whatever. Jeez. You and your 46 pointers. Let me see. Um, Carrie says, In 2006, after a big flood, several high school kids from the youth group showed up to help with cleanup. Adults, too. Some brought food. Some helped paint. And many helped those things... Uh, helped hose things down. It was awesome. Isn't that cool when that something is. like that happens in your life, when you get a group of people to come and just help? Mm-hmm. We've had that happen to us before. And then uh, our last comment is from Lisa, who says, I'm fortunate to have good friends who are always doing kind things for me. But one thing that stands out the most in my mind was done by a complete stranger. I was in line to order lunch at Kyo- Kyoto Express. We don't have those here, so I don't know. A large group of people were in front of me. The man who was paying for the group told the lady at the register to put my lunch on his bill, too. Wow, that just really blew me away. Mm -hmm. And see, I think that's that's really important in life. And Lisa, I agree with you. That is that is so kind. And I think that I love to do kind things for complete strangers, because I think at that point they don't really know who you are. Mm -hmm. They don't really know who we are. And I the only thing that I ever say to people when I bless them like that is God bless you. And the, and the reason I do that is just to get God's name in there because I don't want to bring... Mm-hmm. It actually is uncomfortable for me to do nice things for people uh, anonymously, if that makes sense, um, because I don't like the... I don't like the attention of of them, you know, thinking this or that. They don't realize my motives in being kind is to bless them, not to get recognition and not to... And, and sometimes that mm-hmm. backfires. Sometimes people do know who I am. 
But most of the time, people don't. And I think it's so fun to do random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. It's just a really cool thing. Because, you know, I mean, you never know what people are going through. You just really don't. And when you do something kind for someone, that really can show the love of God to them. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't have to be like a huge thing. It could be buying someone a cup of coffee or giving them a smile or, you know. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of people in the in not in... Um, believing circles called paying it forward mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily agree with that total concept other i, I do it because i want to bless them and mm-hmm. i want i want them to feel god's love in their life that's why i do it and that's yeah. the only reason i do that yeah so it's but there's lots of things you can do i mean you can pay for people's groceries you can you can uh you know pay for a car wash for the person behind you you know pay for two car washes and give them the second one they don't even realize it until they get up to the drive through mm-hmm. <coughs> different things like that there's so many things that you can do that are kind uh for people and i just recommend that that you do it yeah and you know i i grew up in a in a church that was ab- abounding at the word in kindness, you know, someone um, abundant in kindness. Abundant. If if someone lost a family member, there were people bringing meals over um, for a couple weeks or calling to check on you. Uh-huh. Or, um, there's just you know a lot of a lot of attention and and love that went on. Yeah, and it meant a lot to a lot of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, did you have one other thing you wanted to say about kindness? Well, we've kind of covered a little bit of it, but um, I just said kindness is what makes our lives attractive to others and humanity better. And I had a verse from Acts, and it talks about Acts 9.36. It was talking about a young lady named Tabitha. and um, Wasn't her name Dorcas? In Greek, it's called Dorcas. So don't be such a Dorcas. But you know what? To be a Dorcas is a good thing. And well, this yeah. Is why. In this case, biblically, this being a Dorcas is okay. Being Tabitha. a Dork is completely different. Yeah, but this is she was known. It says this woman was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity, which she continually did. And I thought, I thought that was such a great legacy. Here, I mean. To have a verse in the Bible talking about her, she was a disciple of Christ, and she lived by his, she followed his example, and mm-hmm. she lived a life of kindness and, and giving and love, and she has that legacy that's been passed down for 2,000 years. Um, people have read about her, and I thought, what a great legacy that we can leave to be known for our kindness and our good deeds, loving on people, loving God, loving others. And I thought that's something to aim for. Well, you know, I think if somebody professes that they have faith in God, mm-hmm. I think that their legacy should be one of kindness. I think any other legacy that they leave is really, that taints that taints the name of God, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And I think it's really important that if you're going to call yourself a believer, then for goodness sakes, act like one and be kind to people. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons that so many people are turned off by people from church is because of the unkindness that they see. So that's why you'll never catch me out picketing. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll never find me condemning someone else's religion. I might say what I believe, mm-hmm. but I won't put down what they believe. 
And and uh, the reason for it is because I don't think that's kind. I've had a big discussion with an atheist the other night on uh, on Facebook, and I mm. wouldn't. And even though he was trying to make fun of me and saying some pretty mean things, I didn't react to that because you know what? I'm not going to be unkind to someone because mm. I believe in God. I'm not going to do that. And if anything, um, I think we should bend over backwards to be more kind to, to whoever we run into, whenever we run into them. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, a, it's hard to do all the time. I mean, because sometimes we're selfish, and most of the time it's hard to do because we're mm-hmm. selfish and we're thinking about what we want. But if we can get out of that mode and we can get into blessing others, that's mm-hmm. really what life is all about. It's so much better. And just think of how people remember you when you bless them. So much better. I mean, you really remember people for either they mess you over or they bless you. Mm-hmm. You don't remember people that don't do anything. Well, and, and I think um, sometimes sometimes being kind is, you know, just showing considerate. Because I'm not talking very well tonight. Being considerate and um, being polite, not being rude. You know, don't be sarcastic, but but be thoughtful and it doesn't always have to be giving them things or giving them money but just being right. thoughtful yeah thinking about others needs and well here some really practical ways of being kind is to email somebody and encourage them mm-hmm. i had one of my friends did that this week they sent me a cd in the mail i was in fact my friend al i was playing daft punk he just sent me one because he he's because he likes me and I'm also wearing a really cool hat that he sent. Joyce and him sent me a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beanie. Yes, you are wearing that. And that really encouraged me. Isn't that mm-hmm. weird? But that it really did. But you know what? It doesn't... That, okay, that might cost him something to send it. But quite honestly, we can send an email for mostly for free. Well, and There can be little notes or cards that you can send one people. One thing There's I think of, you know, if we go out to eat... A telephone call. If we go out to eat... Um, I try to be very nice and considerate to the waitress or yeah, the waiter because, absolutely. you know, I've been on the other end of that. Yeah. And it's, oh, I've been out with people really that treat the waitress hard. or the waiter oh, like horrible. If you have a demanding customer, oh. you know, it can just ruin your day as we a were waitress. In, we were in Subway the other day and this lady was um, was just asking for all sorts of different in front of us, mm-hmm. was asking for all these detailed things and it was just like they had to go way out of their way to make her happy. And when when she left, they both sighed a big sigh of relief and just shook their head. And I said, are you guys okay? Oh, yeah, we're fine. It's just very hard to be treated that way. And yeah. I thought, wow. Well, and if you, if you have something that you have that's a specific need, um, ask nicely, you know, and, and then say thank you yeah. <laughs> when, when, they've done, when they've gone out of their way to help you, yeah. you know. I mean, it's, it's not that we can't ask for what we need, but it's nice to do it in a nice way and then thank the person when they've well, helped you. The biggest Even thing, if you're paying them to do yeah, it. The, it's nice to be You've got to think the biggest <laughs> thing to keep in mind is the golden rule. Mm-hmm. You know, before you ask somebody to do something, you should be willing to do that yourself or mm-hmm. or at least at least treat someone the way that you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, some of us have a thicker skin than others, so yeah. I can understand why that can be misinterpreted at times. Mm-hmm. But as a general rule, if you want to, and, and even if you don't get treated nice back, it's still mm-hmm. the right thing to do to be kind. Yeah. and Because and I've had situations where where I've been kind and I really had a right to be upset and ticked off. 
and say some, you know, maybe not say nasty things, but I could have been up in arms about things, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't want to, but because I know that being kind is the, taking the higher road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, again, you know, people in customer service can get the bad end of things. So yeah, just, you know, it's not usually the person that's standing in front of you that made up the policy or things that you're upset about. And I've always been really um, appreciative of the way you you talk to people on the internet or the phone about problems that we've encountered and say, and you've always been really good about saying, I know you didn't make up this policy, but is there something we can do to fix this and this problem that we're having? And, you know, you try to be really kind to the mm-hmm. people that you're dealing with. And yeah, I think that that's a good way to go. I do too. So, okay, there you go. Our discussion on the benefits of kindness. What'd you think? Well, you know, I think we barely scratched the surface, but I think it's a good start. And it's it's not as much how much we know, but how much we live. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, to live it out in our daily lives, it's it's <coughs> a good thing. Yes, it is a good thing. I thought it would be cool to play a song by a guy named Chris Tomlin. And it's off of his album called The Noise We Make. And lo and behold, it's a song called Kindness. So we'll play that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back to say a prayer for everyone, and we'll introduce next week's subject. Okay? Okay. Okay. Open up the skies of mercy and rain down. Cleansing flood, healing waters rise around us. And here I cry, Lord, let them rise. Open up the sky. Draw us near, Lord, 
There you go, Chris Tomlin, and um, that song was called um, Kindness. Hmm. Kind of a pretty song, huh? You know, I love that song. Yeah? It's just such an awesome song. Not only is it pretty, but it's meaningful and it's worshipful. Well, it's basically scripture done to music. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, very, very cool. Well, why don't we pray? Uh, for our listening audience, you mm-hmm. that are listening right now, let's pray for you right now. Father, we lift up every person that's listening to this podcast. And God, we pray that you would help us to be kind. We know it's not easy at times, and there's all sorts of things that we go through that cause us to be unkind. But Lord, would you help us to be more kind to those that we run into, those that we live with, those that we come in contact with, just because it's the right thing to do, we and we need your help. It's not something we can do naturally. It's something we have to work on. And so would you give us strength and help us to be kind to one another? Mm-hmm. That's our prayer. And we just give you all the praise and, and thank you for all that you've done for us and how you've shown us kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Cool? Cool. Okay, um, next week. We're going to cover a topic that I think is very fascinating, and we're going to talk about some statistics in the world that we live in today, and we're going to call this one The Future of Faith. Where are we headed as far as faith is concerned in the world? Mm -hmm. I thought that would be an interesting subject, because it's really changing. Mm -hmm. It's not our grandmother's world anymore. It's not even our parents' world anymore. It's not even our world anymore. It's changing. Mm -hmm. And is faith going to be part of the future? Good question, huh? I was like an email. Sorry about that. But um, I think that's going to be a fascinating topic and talk about maybe some trends that are going on in the area of people having faith in their lives mm-hmm. and not. 
and uh, where where uh, you know I'm not going to make any predictions, but it should be a really interesting uh, program on on where is faith headed as far as um, personally mm-hmm. in people's lives is concerned in the world that we live in. What do you think? I think that will be interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that by writing to us. We would love feedback. We love, love, love feedback. And we really need your donations and help with the podcast because the more that you send in, if everybody that's, that listens, because we have, we're up a whole bunch of listeners now. If everybody that listened gave a little bit, we would have more than enough to pay our bills. And good news is we went to our accountant and uh, we don't have to pay taxes. We actually get Yay. a little bit back this year, which is yes, good. Yes, very big um, blessing. But, uh, we really still could use the help because we're behind a little bit on some bills. And so it would be really awesome if you wanted to help us out. So that'd be really cool. Write to us. Give mm-hmm. us some feedback. Rick at TakeHimWithYou or Amy at TakeHimWithYou.com. You can always write to us, email mm-hmm. that or way. talk to us on Facebook. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. That would be very, 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 very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Um. Well, there's a song I wanted us to play at the end. And if we can find it, we will. If not, Are well, you kidding? God I just played you. a song. Yeah, I have another song, too. <laughs> We're done with the podcast now. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll work on you. Okay, well, you we might be have a surprise song at the end of this show, mm-hmm. and you might not. Yeah, it depends if we can find it. I don't want to play some old 70s weird song. I love that song. Which one? It's, um, I think it might be Larry Norman. Oh, it's, another Larry Norman, huh? It's um, Let Me Be. It's like a Jesus People cool song. Okay, well, I'll look for so, it. So, we'll see if we can find I, it. If I can find it on iTunes, I'll look. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. We would love to hear from you. Please write to us and visit our website at www.takingwithyou.com. Taking With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. Very good. You're getting good at that. Thanks. Where's Jade? Jade's sleeping right on next to me on the couch. She, at least she's quiet. Yeah, but watch this. I can now. get her to bark. You ready? Watch no, this. No, no, don't. No, do this that. is so funny. Watch. I'll just knock on my thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't do that anymore. Jade rules. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Go, go see who's at the door. Go see who's at the door. She was being so good. In the go see who's at the door, now. Jade. Who's here? She doesn't know how to open those doors. <laughs> <laughs> that that hurts people's ears though like that. Ouch. Let me be a little kinder. Let me be a little blinder to the faults of those about me. Let me praise a little more Let me be when I am weary Just a little bit more cheery Think a little more of others And a little less of me Let me be a little braver When temptation bids me waver Let me strive a little harder To be all that I should be 
Let me be a little meeker With the brother that is weaker Let me think more of my neighbor And a little less of me Just a little bit more cheery Let me serve a little better Those that I am striving for Let me be a little meeker With the brother that is weaker Think a little more of others And a little less of me can't believe that we just played that on the show. Glenn Campbell. You know, it, it was a blast from my past. This is the kind of music I grew up with. You know, I think we sang this in junior choir when I was in grade school. Oh, and that was on the edge, wasn't it? Yes, it was. We, we looked up on iTunes. We found it under uh, the album Arkansas. Uh, from Glenn Campbell. But there was tons and tons of people that have played this, and most of them were really not really good. Well, um, you know, it was that era, uh, you know, John Denver, Glenn Campbell from the 70s. You know, it's what we grew up with. Yeah, wow. Um, but, you know, if you can put aside the cheesiness and elevator music, country music, Jeez. part of it, and listen to the words, let me be a little kinder, let me be a little blinder to the faults of those around me, let me praise a little more. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I think the words are really Here's good. what you could have had. Oh, don't. <laughs> Come on, everybody. That's kind of nice. I like the harmonica. Let me be a little braver. That's right. When temptation bids me waver. Yeah. Let me strive a little harder to be all that I should be. You're almost a little harmony with that guy there. This one would have been better, though. <laughs> Come on. I don't think it has anything to do with the song that I was wanting, though. No, it's a band called Grandma Train, and uh-huh. it's it's a song less of me. <laughs> cool. Uh-huh. Okay, everybody, have a great night or week or whatever you're whenever you're listening to this. Have a great rest of the week. Be kind to one another, like I'm being to my wife by playing this. Taking my headphones off. Have a good night or day. Bye.
silly little dog. Go see who's there. Go see who's there. Eleven teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win one million dollars on the amazing race. I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize. We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. So, when Rick and Amy have helped guide you along your spiritual path on their amazing show, Take Him With You, check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes. And we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at (laughs) knightsoftheguild.com. No, I don't think he likes you at all. No, I don't like you either. (laughs) I love that. That is so great. That's good writing. Yes, because... It's not much dialogue. And because George Lucas didn't write all the (coughs) dialogue. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured. 
if you'd join us. Thank you. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. It's here, the follow-up release to my Stargazer music project, MW Orbit. The short story and musical journey of an artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am MW Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there? CD Baby. story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com.